Hi, folks. Welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money, tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. Today, we've got a great guest, Jamie Greenberg. He is in uh, one of my mastermind groups. And after years of running a successful entertainment agency and working with his family to grow and sell a multi-million dollar toy company, Jamie now dramatically increases experts' influence and income by helping them turn their special sauce into a trailblazing thought leadership business. His passion is orchestrating a customized roadmap on how to capitalize on your thought leader higher calling by harnessing and then leveraging your originality, remarkability, and relevancy with a branded, and most importantly, proprietary solution-focused signature system powered by a remarkable media presence. Welcome, Jamie. Well, thank you so much for having me on, Rennie. Just a pleasure always to be with you. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Tell me what you do. I mean, it's in your bio, but mm -hmm. why? Why do you do what you do? I'm glad you asked me that question. <laughs> <laughs> the why. Yeah. The main reason that capitalized on uniqueness exists on this planet is to help people capitalize and then take capitalize on their intellectual property and then repurpose it into the living they love to do. With that intellectual property, the main purpose is to get people to think differently. Okay, so there's many people in the coaching consulting space, even CEOs who've been going through their motions and have tremendous insights, revelations, epiphanies, and unique perspectives to their industry. And what we do is we extract those revelations and then we codify them in a branded signature platform, which I have a piece of software that helps us do this. And with that branded signature platform, that's where we create different streams of income. Not only that, we use it to increase their media presence because it's the perfect content marketing platform. Because all the modules that are in the platform work to the online brand mission, which I'd like to call a movement that they galvanize people around to create their community. And that blueprint is just perfect for executing a social media program that you can batch bank and schedule all your content so it's all working to the brand, clear, constant, and consistent. Well, you know, so it sounds like your target market would be CEOs, coaches, I guess, speakers, authors, consultants, small business Ex owners. Expert-based entrepreneurs. Yeah. Okay. But I am still not sure I heard the why. In other words, why, why them? Why this? Why not, uh, let's see, designing technical systems? Why not do accounting? Why this? Okay. I mean, for you. Uh, no, I, I became infatuated. Uh, I was actually sitting in a practical spirituality class one day. And the spiritual director, we were talking about how everybody individualizes the one. And I said, that's really interesting how, and it just hit me very profoundly that everybody has this incredibly unique original design, their own brand of uniqueification. <laughs> and I said, instead of working with people 
who uh, want to take products from concept to distribution. I said, I just want to work with their knowledge. Oh. I want to be the witness for them. Well, just like an author needs an editor or a musician needs a producer, I'm actually the producer for that knowledge-based entrepreneur. Got it. Okay. That, so right. that makes sense based on your having been in the entertainment business. But yeah. you say was your biggest failure, whether it's personal or business? My biggest failure. Well, I was involved with a product after we sold the toy company, when I was consulting, doing, uh, working with a lot of in inventors and youth brands. And I decided to become a partner with one of my clients. <laughs> mm. He had this incredible idea of a construction toy. It was like a house of cards that didn't fall down. Mm. Okay. And we had to figure out the proper snap and lock system for this whole thing. And there was a tremendous amount of R&D. And there was a tremendous amount of designing all these different engineering drawings for all the different toys that you could build. It was sort of like a Lego system. Yeah. We, we created samples for five different SKUs and a counter display, and we did a, you know, a commercial for the whole project. And then uh, I went to Hong Kong for the toy fair. And that's the biggest toy fair mm -hmm. that, you know, in the world. I was starting to get orders, really nice orders. I, I left there with almost a million dollars worth of uh, mm -hmm. orders. And then it was 2008 and uh, everything blew up. Yeah. The oil prices went up. So all my prices went through the roof and yes. everybody was gun shy to, to buy anything, to do anything. And the whole thing fell apart. And we really didn't have enough money to go around the horn again. You know, my partner, my client, who I became 50-50 partners with, he mortgaged his house. Mm. And I had already invested a ton of money. And from there, we tried to license it to Crayola and a few other companies, and it, it didn't work out. Anyway, it's sitting, it, it's sitting here. And one day, <laughs> when I have like two minutes, I'll, I'll think about it again. So I guess, I, you know, a, a failure, it was an experience. It was a, a titillating thing that just really had some incredible possibilities. So, but we didn't turn it into a business. So I guess it's a little bit of a failure. Okay. Well, the reason I bring it up is because a lot of the people who listen know my backstory. I've oh. been broke a couple of times from a divorce. I had a business failure, but I'm on top. And the whole point really is it's never too late, one, to, to start over. And you can have a failure and that doesn't mean you stop. So that, that's why I asked that question. And so let me go to the next question, which would be, what was your biggest insight from that failure? And did you use that to create a success? Well, like I said before, my biggest insight was I didn't want to work with actual products. physical products anymore. Yeah. I just said, all right, after I had that epiphany in that little discovery class, I, I decided to work with people's knowledge and try to you know, package and monetize that for people. Okay. So that, that was my biggest takeaway, I think. Okay. And what are the typical feelings your prospects experience? My prospects? Well, yeah, the CEOs, the coaches, the authors. I mean, what might they be experiencing that would lead them to say, hmm, I should call Jamie? Uh, well, th th there's two major clients. There's the emerging entrepreneur, a lot of people coming from corporate into the consulting coaching space. They have a 
tremendous amount of expertise and brilliance about what they do, but they've never been an entrepreneur before. They've never been online. And more specifically, they don't know how to get out of what's in their head and package it and then figure out a business plan on how they can make money doing it. So I think there's a lot of frustration around when you don't have the specialized knowledge to do something. So I provide that for that particular client. The other client is somebody who's in the coaching consulting space and they're doing really well, mm -hmm. hitting six, seven figures, but there's, they're kind of bored, they're stagnating. They're just, there's something inside them that's aching to reach for something different. They need a new purpose. They need a new reason for being. And that's when I start over with them a little bit and try to explore what their next level would be, where they want to be in their life. And usually it ends up, we take them into a personal evolution thing to find out how they really want to transform their life and try to use that as their next product or their next, next business or, or complementary part of their business. That, that makes sense. Do you have an example, a case study, a particular person and, yes. and how that showed up and what the result was? Yeah, it was a, a current person who I'm working with in North Carolina. He was earning a good $350,000, $400,000 in a coaching business. And he was just, felt like he was doing everything by rote. Mm. It, it was just so, and he was just losing his sense of purpose. He said, I made my money. I understand how to do that, but how else can I have an impact on the planet? How else can I influence? And he didn't know how, mm. but he knew something was wrong. So there was something aching. There was something asking within him. And when he, he met me, we've made tremendous progress. Uh, and we've come up with his brand called The Primal Code. He also helps people extract their individuality. And well, I like to parallel what they're evolving to that usually becomes the thing that they want to help people yeah. with because they have the experience fresh in their mind about how they're transforming. So we make sure that we document that and then use that as the system that they can help other people because that experience is their own transformational story. It works beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's their story and how they want to support their clients. And it sounds like that what you're saying is if someone, this particular person at least, stops evolving personally, their business starts to become stagnant and boring. So out of this transformation, how did his business look to him? The new transformation that he experienced with yeah. this thing? Well, oh, you know, he's is he working. At the same income level? Is it is he just energized? Well, he didn't he didn't quit his job. He still maintained the, you know, his his income level, what he's done though now, he's picked a new avatar mm -hmm. because he was an incredible, we found out that his real ability was communicating. He was able to wake up in the morning and create wonderful videos on all these different topics that we were identifying. Uh, so he's very prolific mm. in that way. So we started identifying whether it was TED Talks, Creative Mornings, different magazines, thought leadership conferences, you know, all these other places to raise his profile so he could go out and express things that were really important to him. And like I said in the beginning, get people to think differently about what they're doing. Got it. Okay. So that, that was the key. Ready? All right. So it key. sounds like he, he went from being bored to lit up. 
Oh yeah, he's he's on fire now. Well, okay, let me ask you this. In fact, I might um, even recommend them for your interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would that sounds good. Well, okay. we'll, well, I'll, when we finish the recording, I'm going to get that information from you. Okay. Um, is there a valuable free resource uh, that you can direct people to that'll give them some more insight in terms of what we're talking about? Absolutely, absolutely. On my website, I seek unique com right above the fold there is an opt-in that people can sign up for the uh, branded signature program jumpstart guide uh, okay I'll, I'm gonna put the uh, website in the uh, show notes so you know Great. those listening don't have to try and write it down especially if you're driving yes yes and also I offer a free a free pure radical reinvention strategy call that oh. they can hop, they can hop on the phone with me it's always a very fruitful conversation. I call them divine download co-creation calls. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great. Is there a question that I should have asked you that would be of value to my listeners? And, and let me and also answer it. Well, you should have asked me what I did before I, I was in the toy business. Oh, okay. What were you doing before you were in the toy business? <laughs> well, I was a, a performer and owned an entertainment agency for about 22 years. And I did a combination of mime, life-size body puppets, and new vaudeville. Mm. And as a result, I still keep one of the props that I, I was using in that show because my character was called an imaginologist. Mm. And the imaginologist uh, in order to get people's imaginations percolating, okay, I used an imagination antenna. <laughs> well, and, unfortunately, you know, this is only audio and not visual. Okay. But, but what I'm seeing is what looks like a tinfoil cap with a spring on top. <laughs> right. And now I use it with my clients, this imagination antenna, when they're starting to get mental blocks or they're mm. feeling clogged. And the minute they see me put this little coil thing on my head, they start to laugh. The endorphins start to yeah. rise and they're in a hole. Their vibration goes through the roof and they're just feeling very creative after that. That, that makes so much sense. And, <laughs> and I, I mean, it, it's too bad that this is not um, what I want to call visual as well. It, it, if this were also uh, video, then people would get to see that thing. Then it is funny looking. Yes. So, uh, fun. yes, it made me laugh and I could see how the endorphins start flowing. All right. Well, we're, we're nearing the end. So let me make a uh, plug for my, uh, for this podcast. Most of the time when I'm signing off, I let people know that there's an opportunity to grow. And what that would be is to reach out to Jamie you got a free call and listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Again, uh, Jamie's contact information is going to be in the show notes. Until next week, uh, be prosperous and bye-bye for now.